بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمدوهو ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد we express our praise and gratitude to Allah Taala we seek blessings on the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and we are doing Surah 101 and the floor is yours. Alrighty, Jazakallah, Bismillah. Um, today we're discussing Al Qari'ah, which is chapter 101, meaning the striking event. So the striking event or Al Qari'ah is described. Um, in the surah as a day in which humans are scattered um, by moths, all because of like bewilderment um, and the status of just like their mind and their well-being. So this ayah was actually compared to another ayah in chapter 54, which is Surah Al-Qamar. Um, and ayah number seven partly reads as if they were locusts spread abroad. So Al-Qari'ah continues um, with the ayah that reads, the mountains will be like wool carded. Um, and this means that they will begin to like wear out and fade away and also be torn apart. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then tells us we'll have different experiences depending on the results of the deeds that we've performed. And so those who have a heavy balance meaning that their good deeds are more than their bad, will live a pleasant life in paradise. But those whose balance is light, meaning their bad deeds are more than their good, will tumble into the hellfire. And so the ayah that reads his mother is Hawiya um, is actually referring to the person tumbling headfirst into hellfire. And his mother is actually referring to the brain as in like the mother of the head. Um, and there was a hadith that was mentioned in the Q tafsir that read that partly that the hellfire complained to its Lord saying, oh, Lord, some parts of me devour other parts of me. So Allah permitted it to take two breaths, one in the winter and one breath in the summer. And thus the, the most severe cold that you experience in the winter is from its cold. And then the most severe heat that um, humans experience in the summers is from its heat. And the Tafsir Ma'arifal also mentions how the surah refers to the weighing of human deeds. Um, this Tafsir also mentions that the weighing of human deeds is set to, is set to be taking place twice. So the first time this occurs is separating the believers from the non-believers. So anyone whose book of deeds contains iman or belief will be heavy. And then the second wing of deeds will be to separate the good and the evil deeds and acts that a person commits. Um, and so the reference in the present surah, um, according to this tafsir, is probably to the first wing in which the scales of every believer will be heavy regardless of their other deeds, while the scale of the unbeliever will be light, even though he or she might have performed some good acts. Um, and so the, <clears throat> the tafsir continues by mentioning that as for the believers who have performed righteous as well as unrighteous deeds, the Quran, um, according to this tafsir, is generally silent on these issues. Um, and so those were a few of the, the main points. And then I did have a few questions um, I wanted us to, to discuss. Okay, good. Um, what are some of the questions? So um, in regards to the hadith that was 
that was mentioned regarding like um, the hellfire. Um, so this is in reference to the, the weather that we also feel here on earth, right? So the most severe heat that we feel from the summer is similar to that of the hellfire and then vice versa in the winter with the cold. I mean, it seems to be, <clears throat> uh, meaning it could be something we experience in terms of physical temperature. That would be the, the first most natural reading. Um, but it might be something that we experience globally in terms of, of pressure versus relief. And so it might be something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because if we go if we go with the the view that hell is in the same dimension as we are, then temperature would be yeah that you know it's getting hotter here because hell is so to speak exhaling. Uh, but if it is not in the same dimension, then it could be that we're experiencing it in a different form. You know, it'd be fascinating if there was some way to do, um, you know, a global scan of prime and to see if there are particular times in the year, even particular days where prime just seems to be off the charts higher. You know, or it'd be fascinating to see if, you know, I don't know, that can probably be accomplished at some point. But the amount of pressure that people feel you know, so there's usually spikes near holidays and stuff because you get to spend money. But are there particular days globally across different cultures? You know, increase pressure, increase of relief. And then I wonder if that would be related to this. SubhanAllah. I, yeah, I, I've never thought of it like that. Um, but that that is, that is fairly interesting. Um, my other question that I had um, was regarding um, how deeds may be separated um, or may be weighed regarding like one's faith and then another weighing regarding like the performance of good acts versus bad acts. <clears throat> so my question is, and we've like touched based on this like previously, could like disbelievers or people who don't necessarily have faith have like heavier deeds in regards to like their good acts compared to believers or is it more? I think, I think it could literally vary from person to person. Yeah. Um, so I do think uh, potentially that as someone is, so let's say, Let's say Muzaffar on the scale of goodness or Iman, let's say Muzaffar is at a six, and let's say let's say Nur is at an eight, right? It could also be that because Nur is at an eight, uh, when she gives charity and when Muzaffar gives the same charity, and let's say we both have the same amount of income, uh, it could be that Nur is because she's closer to Allah, her charity is even worth more. Uh, because like her intentions are going to be more clear and, and such. And so if we have two people who are, are in the, the realm of buffer, uh, and let's say, you know, Saudi Billah will have 
Bozafer and Bur. And so, so let's say Bozafer is again at a six in terms of, of, of Kufr and, and Bur is at an eight in terms of, of, of Kufr. Um, and, and so Bozafer's good deeds, again, because he's still better, uh, might be worth more because he's a six in, in, in Buddha's an eight in terms of Kufr, which means uh, Bozafer is less close to Kufr than, than Buddha is. Mm. But who knows? But I do think people at different levels of, of Iman and different levels of Kufr would have different weights to their and then in regards to um like i've i've briefly mentioned this in the beginning partly because it terrifies me thinking about it too much and like i don't want to know a lot of the answers but in regards to like just the description of like this like the striking event like where like humans will be spread like across um the experience of humans like Allah like mentions like and I've I've written I briefly mentioned this that like people have different experiences depending on the deeds that they've performed so depending on like the acts that a person does in this world it could possibly make it easier or harder on them correct like the the experience of Al-Qariya or is it still gonna maybe be- Maybe. I mean, so definitely in terms of Barzakh um, and potentially in terms of Haria itself, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But that's the type of thing where I think, uh, so let me put it like this, and this is a point that you'll be hearing me make in the, in the five o'clock class that that fundamentally, and I think you already, you already know and appreciate this, that all, all interpretation is literally an attempt to try to figure out what Allah wants and what Allah means. Hmm. And so the answer to your question is possibly. Yeah. It's, but yeah, Allah knows best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something you've like mentioned uh, to me before is like, even though we think of the next life as a dream, it's really this life that's a dream and the next life that's the reality. Yeah. yeah. So as vivid as life is right now, if you were to look around, your location and such, even if you're looking at your hand, it's going to be more clear. Yeah. Hmm. Something that, that um, kind of made me like, think about that even more is like, once a person like passes away um, and like, I've heard this from like my mom, it's like, sometimes it feels like they were never, like it was a dream, like talking to them or interacting with them. Like if there's no like footage or recordings. Mm-hmm. And so when I've heard that, I was like, oh, Professor Mozaffer was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows what he's talking about. And then, and then Noor goes to that website where they take the photos and bring them to life. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, but yes, um, I think I had one final question, but we just we just touched base on that regarding like um, like good deeds versus bad deeds, but having like a higher degree of faith and sincerity and how that can how can that can affect um, like the weight of those deeds. So it's not necessarily the deeds aren't necessarily going to be counted, but rather weighed. 
correct? So again, so I would say yes, uh, but um, I mean, what does that all mean on the other side? So, so yeah, we're looking at the collective weight of deeds. So, so let's say you say Bismillah, and it's worth hundred good deeds, and let's say you you give someone three dollars and that's worth 500 good deeds. Mm -hmm. Five, let's, let's change it from deeds to hasanat. And so it does seem like it will translate that way. And so it's like your, your deeds are being translated into hasanat and sayyat. And so from that perspective, yeah, it would make sense that it's being evaluated according to the weight, which would be... So what I'm saying is basically the quantity of hasanat. So one hasanat might weigh you know, whatever on the scales. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, as opposed to in the course of her life, Noor did, you know, 35,000 good actions. It, it's whatever all the actions she did, let's say adds up to, you know, 50 million Hasanat. Mm -hmm. So it's, so perhaps Hasanat are the currency of the Day of Judgment. Right. Uh, the anti currency. Yeah. Okay. And then is there anything else that, like, I didn't mention or like we discussed that we could possibly expand on? Or? No, I think all this is good. I mean, even the whole idea of, of hell talking to Allah Ta'ala, does that mean that all these things have consciousness? So. Uh, were you in the class where I talked about all these things that have value, like non-living things? Um, it would have been yesterday. I don't remember if it was in the five or six o'clock class. Non-living things, plants, animals, human prophets. Okay. So, so the question becomes, does everything have consciousness? Because we have eyes on the ground where the earth is speaking, you know, where, where the mountains had the opportunity to take on the trust from Allah. They said no. Mm. And so does that mean they have consciousness? Because if it does, what would be the con what would be the consequence? The consequence would be that we're not looking at something that's just dead and nothing. It's something that is alive in a very different way. Yeah. Which gives it a different type of sacredness. And and so so it's very easy for people to lose the sacredness of humanity that's why so much killing is going on mm. with you know according to the hadith it seems as though that's only going to be increasing and so if we expand our understanding of consciousness to other beings then that i think elevates humans even higher mm. and so does hell have consciousness does hell itself alive Likewise, the same thing for paradise, because I don't know of any narrations like that for paradise. Mm. But hell seems to have that. So like hell is almost like a big animal. Yeah. May oh, Allah that's, I'm us. sorry? I said may Allah protect us. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. And that key point, that should also be one of the, the most fundamental aspects of reading these, these surahs and ayahs on the Day of Judgment. Should be a reminder to that that's a place you don't want to be, or I mean, I mean um, that that's a place you want to be prepared for. Mm. Yeah.
But yeah, everything else was good. All right. Any other questions? No, that'll be it. Okay, good. So realizing my, my buttons are, are off. I don't understand. So in any case, little absent minded professor. All right. So then uh, we'll, oh, tomorrow, uh, next week is Eid, isn't it? I think so, yeah. All right, all right. So, so uh, I'm happy if you want to meet on a different day or just um, uh, if you want to just postpone for two weeks or if you want to focus on your, 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 your exam studies, just let me know. So. I think, yeah, I think for me, um, it's good having these classes because like I was, I was telling my, like my family, I don't like socialize much. So the breaks that I do have when I'm not staring at books is, is good. Right. Now let the word you and your family.